Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Pro Wrestling World Talks. My name is John, and as always, I'm joined by the homie, the man, the myth, the legend, Dan. How are you, dude? Ah, my friend, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thank you for asking. And I think we've got a great guest tonight. I'm really excited for you guys to hear this and also excited to talk to them as well. Tonight, we have the golden one. Cassandra Golden, she is the XIW Women's Champion and also the Memphis Wrestling Women's Champion. Cassandra, how are you tonight? And thank you for joining us. I'm doing well. Thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And Cassandra, Quite welcome. Yeah. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. So let's get the pleasantries out of the way. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. How about yourself? How are y'all doing? Like, honestly, or are we talking yeah. like professionally? Because honestly, honestly, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Long day. Long day, yes. yeah. Okay. Uh, work, you know, has a real way of just sapping you of energy. It's insane. So let's, let's focus on that, though. Is wrestling something you do full-time or is it a part-time job for you? It's part-time right now. Hopefully one day, fingers crossed, that'll be my main source of income. But um, right now it's just part-time. Okay. And so it's your superhero cape. What do you do when you're Clark Kent? I work at a credit union, actually. Oh. Back office stuff for a credit union. So. so do you enjoy that? Like when you're just kind of t- sitting there going through people's accounts and you're like, man, I can put you in a headlock right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't mind it too much. Um, whenever I work on the phones, like whenever you wrestle, you know, you have to be customer service. You got to be real respectful and stuff like that. So you can't always say what you want to say to people on the phones. <laughs> so on the weekends, if I get a <laughs> think about that person that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, Throw some I just live rounds. Ah, <laughs> I just transferred from customer service myself uh, yeah. to retention. Uh, in my department. So it's been an actually interesting transition because you'd expect people to be more angry with the people that they're canceling with, right? Right. No, they're super nice to you because they usually don't want Yeah, they don't want to cancel. They just want to get a good deal. (laughs) Oh, you know what I mean? That makes sense. Whereas like on the other side, they're like, let me tell you something, you second. And I'm like, oh my goodness, (laughs) I do not want to hear an iron cheek again. (laughs) I want to humble you. (laughs) Please don't, man. Like the people transferring to me are like, yeah, this is a, it's not good, bro. Like, oh no, warn you beforehand. It's like, oh, and then I get them, and they're like, hello, honey, happy Valentine's Day, and I'm like, what happened? Okay, (laughs) but so you want to transition full time. Mm-hmm. But you've also coming out of the pandemic, right? How have you found that transition? Because you did have some work in AEW and Impact, who were two of the national promotions still running during mm-hmm. that time. I do want to ask you about AEW and I do want to ask you about Impact. But how have you found the transition coming back from the pandemic for you? It's been so different. Like you said, I had so much momentum coming like into the pandemic. I think it was earlier that month is when I did impact and then maybe like two three weeks later like the pandemic and like everything was like shut down 
So I think like myself, like a lot of people, it was kind of hard to get back into the swing of things because it was definitely slow for a bit out of just like my own personal fear and like people just not running as much and just, so it's been a transition. I'm kind of getting back up on my upward slope. So hopefully it continues in that path, but I feel like I'm still like in that transition period after the pandemic, you know, so. Sure. And so let's just do a compare and contrast. Uh, Cousin Impact, you wrestled Smiley Kylie Ray, mm-hmm. and and AEW, you wrestled the names like Dr. Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. You wrestled Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, because you did do, do those matches, sorry, I can't speak, uh, during the pandemic era. So how was that for AEW? And let's talk about even just Impact. And would you like to get back to those places? I would love to go back to those places. It was amazing experience front and back. And it was just amazing being there. Um, I, the Sheeta match and the Kylie Ray match, those were actually before the pandemic. So whenever okay. I did the Britt Baker and the bunny one, it was such a different style and different format because we couldn't do it with the live crowds like we could before. But I, I mean, it was still cool. Um, whenever I wrestled Britt, and I want to say when I wrestled Bunny too, it was kind of just the people that we had there in the area instead of like what they do now in Orlando, where they actually have people coming in. So it is different wrestling just in front of like your peers and things like that versus in a, in a live crowd. But it was, it was interesting. That's for sure. It was an experience, I'm going to say. Did you enjoy like that at the atmosphere with the wrestlers being in the crowd? What do you think of that whole thing? It was fun because, you know, like other wrestlers just want to support each other because they know what it's like just to be in the arena with like without the fans. They definitely tried their hardest just to be energetic and energized because they want you to like feel good about where you're doing there, too. So uh, it, it was cool. It's different. But I mean, it, it's definitely something that was that was cool and appreciate it. And you do wrestle in uh, at least with Memphis wrestling in that studio style. So doing like an AEW dark, like you said, with the Orlando crowd, uh, is there any comparison between those type of atmospheres with the Memphis wrestling versus like an Orlando or something with like even impact? I would say so. Um, it's in the studio style. It's a lot smaller, a lot more intimate than versus like a, a big arena. Um, like I said, when I wrestled Shia, it was in the bigger arena. But when I wrestled um, like in Memphis or when we were down um, during the pandemic, it's a lot smaller, a lot intimate. You can kind of like see everybody a little bit more. Um, it, it's a different experience, but I feel like it's all necessary just to get all facets of how to wrestle in front of different crowds. Sure. Hey, Dan, you had a couple questions, right? Yeah. Uh, Cassandra, um, who motivated, motivated you to get in the wrestling business? Like, as far as, was there a certain superstar that wanted you, that you wanted to be like, or was it just a singular event or was it a family member that just got you into it? It kind of, I, I tell the story like all the time, but I like my initial story about how I started watching wrestling. I didn't watch it at first. It was my dad and my sister's bonding thing. Um, They used to always do it. I used to let them have it. I used to make fun of my sister sometimes too for it. Um, But I finally sat down and I watched like the Royal Rumble. I saw Shelton Benjamin like jump from like the canvas to like the turn like to the top and I was like this is insane and then after that I just started watching wrestling and I fell in love with it but um I would have to say Sasha and Bailey whenever they had their feud in NXT that was something that solidified to me like okay I gotta do it 
this is something that I have to do. And then that's when I really made my final decision. Like, hey, whenever I graduate, I went to college. Whenever I graduate, I'm going to try my best to find a school. And then that's when I was like, I have to wrestle. So Sasha and Bailey, I would have to say, this is my definition. What did you study in college? Accounting. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Do you know Taryn? <laughs> I bring that up. Yeah. I was going to say, do you know Taryn from accounting? Oh, no. She's a, no, she's a wrestler. Uh, that is her name. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't yeah. know. No, that's yeah. cool. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> she was actually ranked. She was actually ranked in uh, the PWI uh, women's list this year. That's awesome. Um, I didn't yeah. That's really cool. Friend of the show. So that's why when you said accounting, we were, I was just like, just started laughing because I'm just like, oh, terrible accounting. <laughs> um, so, so accounting and then to wrestling. So the question that I have is, does anybody or <laughs> does anybody in the locker rooms ask you to help you with their taxes? Because we are oh. in tax season. <laughs> right. They don't want that. They don't want me to. No. <laughs> Too far removed. They're going to jail if they have me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that. you're better off with TurboTax. Right. Yeah, you might want to do that. TurboTax. <laughs> yeah. Messing around with me. <laughs> can, I, can I deduct my gas mileage from going from Atlanta to. No, you can't. Oh, God. <laughs> I, mean, I think you could. I think you could. You can claim it as a business expense, right? That's true. You I can. Do. I mean, I, well, I don't know how like that would. Because I, I, the thing about how would someone like with the in the wrestling business and also someone studied accounting, uh, do you itemize deduct deductions for wrestling? Because technically you are making money from it, or is it more just would they consider that more of a, uh, you know, like kind of like a an expense of entertainment or something of that nature? Yeah, you can definitely itemize your um, expenses for wrestling, which is pretty cool. Like you can do like mileage and stuff like that. You have to do it. I don't do my own taxes. I kind of like just send my stuff off. Okay. But, uh, you can definitely um, itemize and get everything deducted off of something with wrestling. But I do recommend for wrestlers, by the way, <laughs> look into that. So like gear and that type of stuff, obviously. Uh-huh. There should okay. be a wrestler's cool. accounting podcast. <laughs> get over here. <laughs> i feel like the finances of wrestling would be very interesting to listen to yeah because there's a lot of guys who have made a lot of money and there's a lot of guys who have lost a lot of money yeah that would be that should be a really good idea because wrestlers wrestlers need help with their money that's for sure <laughs> i think i think it's true because not many of them are actual employees right they're all right they're all contractors so mm-hmm. It gets tough. Um, so then you were trained by Action Action Jackson. I can't say his name ever. I've been tripping on it all day today. It's terrible. And Lance Storm. So yes. Lance is now working with Impact. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for him? And do you guys still keep in contact? I'm very excited for him. Um, I remember uh, going to a school, training, things like that. So I definitely want to reconnect with him because like when I first started now and when I first started back then and like now I feel like I have made so many strides. So I'm very excited if I get a chance to see him again, especially in person. He might not even recognize me from when I first started. So that would be <laughs> awesome if I could just like you just meet him again. I'm, I'm extremely excited for him. I'm very excited for him. 
So, hey, maybe you can use it as leverage to get back to impact. You never know, right? <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> it's true. So let's talk about Memphis wrestling for a bit. You are the women's champion. I am. And leaps and bounds, the company has had so much growth. How proud are you to be their champion? And what sites do you have set for 2023 with the championship? I'm very, I'm very proud to be the Memphis women's champion. I started my career, my wrestling career around the Memphis area, around Memphis, like Mississippi, like down in at Southern. I actually went to college in Memphis as well. I went to Rose College in Memphis. So Memphis has a lot, a lot of space in my heart for different things. So I'm definitely proud of Memphis and where we've gone and where we, where we want to go. Um, it means a lot to me to be able to be the, the women's champion there. And uh, how great is it working with Dustin? He's an awesome person, friend of the show. And, um, you know, how, what's your relationship with him like? I think Dustin's great. He's done a lot for me and for him to like entrust me and being like their women's champion and putting me in those amazing opportunities. I'm really grateful and I'm really thankful for him. He's a, he's a great guy. I really do. Appreciate has he given you any hair tips? Because I mean, that thing is immaculate. <laughs> No, he hasn't. He hasn't. That'd be funny. No, he has not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to some. He can definitely give me some. I mean, <laughs> we, my hair is like all over the place. It's always in place and stuff like that. Maybe he can teach me how to. From all accounts, from what I've heard, we talked with the posse. They said he wakes up that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you might not have. It's any- a gift. And a curse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I believe he wakes up like that. <laughs> oh man so dan you had another question um how do you feel about intergender matches i enjoy them i really do mm. i wish i could have more intergender matches um we had in i actually do intergender kind of at memphis which i think is really cool that he allows us to do that because that's not something that I really do in the south especially and that's more of like a, a northern thing or other regions but I enjoy them. I wish I could do more, actually. Um, I think it so, helps because I'm I'm bigger than like most girls. I'm like <laughs> five, five nine. Oh, in like my boots. So I think that's it helps too with that. Well, do you believe though that it has to be like a? I mean, I don't want to get controversial, but uh, some naysayers of intergender matches are talking about the believability. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a six foot six person versus a five foot one person who weighs half the weight. Do you see a problem with that? Or what are your feelings? I mean, I think that you can make it work. I think that's something that's so good about wrestling. It's just, it's like, you know, the artistry of it, you kind of have to work with different parameters of what you have. I think you can definitely make almost any type of story work as long as you just like put the thought behind it. And so it's like Rey Mysterio, right? Yeah, maybe Ray Mysterio and Big Show. Like, exactly. <laughs> <kind of> match. <laughs> so I think you can really just do anything if you just. It's about suspending yeah. disbelief. That's the wrestling business. Like, right. you just have to be able to suspend it and just say, you know what? Like, just blank it out of your mind for a second. All reality doesn't matter. It's just mm-hmm. at this point, it's just like you have to be able to make it look uh, as believable, athletically believable as possible. Mm-hmm. Is the word that I was thinking of with the phrase. Yeah. Although I would love to see Alexa Bliss do a burning hammer on Big Show. 
<laughs> poor girl's legs would collapse they would like it was just oh boy what, super, what about a superplex oh my goodness i mean it's could she do the stalling one that cody does like from like well, like the one-handed one yeah the one-handed one i, I mean obviously if she could do it she'd probably do it with him and mark henry at the same time at the same time right you know, uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, who are your dream opponents? Ooh, my dream opponents. I love Bianca Belair. I really do. She's probably like my favorite right now. Um, I want to say Charlotte as well. I love Sasha or Mercedes Monet. All the four horsewomen, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> just what I'm saying. Um, I would also love to wrestle. Tony Storm. I think Tony Storm is really good. Um, and pretty much all the girls in NXT. They're really good. I love their division. So like all the girls in NXT would be great. I know uh who is it? Soul Raka Raka. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's quite good. Uh, Tiffany she Stratton. Is. Very athletic women over yeah. there. So yeah, they're definitely Which very- I think is like a big divide versus like because Sasha and Bailey and Becky and when they came through they were wrestlers coming in mm-hmm. right the women in nxt now were gymnasts yeah that's it's true. different yeah that's very true that's a good point it's you different know? styles well you can see like the athleticism is a little faster with them um although and i'm believe you, i'm not trying to insult anybody but when they're green they're green mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everything looks very coordinated, I think is a really good way of putting it. Like if a spot is missed, they will wait to actually just get back into it and then do it again. And you're like, don't do that. Just (laughs) just go with it. Just move on. Yeah, move on. It's not fluid, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Yeah. But um, what do you like? Okay, let's let's, let's fast forward here. Uh, Because you did say dream matches would be that. What about somebody maybe who just came back? Like a Soraya. I think that would be cool too. I like okay. I, I like Soraya. Um, when she was in the WWE, like Paige, yeah. I really enjoyed her before she, you know, she got injured. I think that would be really cool. Very different as well. I think that'd be cool. I like her. Cause you know, you said Tony Storm and they're in a tag team right now. Yeah. Speaking, I need me a tag team partner. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind a tag team between them. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome, actually. Who would you be your ideal partner? My ideal partner. Yeah. Like realistically, or <laughs> in any Both. any any like... any current company, anybody right now that you'd want to be like you you want to hop on the phone with and be like, I need you to come to Memphis and help me out here. If I. Just dream tag team partner would have to be Bianca. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, be I the love golden her. est, the golden est, the golden est. Yes, golden est. Yes, we gotta get them on the phone. <laughs> Bring, me in. Bring me in. We can do like the whole Sasha Bailey thing when they were in the golden role models. You know, we can have the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just take all the gold. You can right. be on. 
She could be Raw champion. You could be SmackDown champion. Put the tag right. belts on you. It'll be great. Look at us booking the show. <laughs> I mean, they don't need Vince back. They just need us three. Right. Are you good? Exactly. <laughs> we got to put them on the line. We got to go up there. We got to make the storyline. WWE, we're going to put you on the map. You guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys won't you be have... in indie much longer. <laughs> right they'll reach bigger heights with us i mean it's guaranteed yeah. i guaranteed. mean it's guaranteed in the book they're gonna be they're made they'll reach bigger heights don't sell them to disney don't sell the contest <laughs> right. and the saudis get out of here you're selling that is saudis. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't have much money okay admittedly right anyway. i've got like two bucks I can trade them some action figures of their own people. I mean. <laughs> you want Hulk Hogan back? We already own this. Call us WWE. Think about it. Oh, man. So let's talk about them. So XI, XIW, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're a, are they a newer promotion? Because I haven't really heard of them before. Uh, I don't I don't think that they're newer. I actually hadn't heard of them before. Um, they had asked me to come work for them even. But um, I also don't really wrestle in the Florida area too much. But um, I don't I don't I won't I don't think they're that. No. I think they've been around for a that little new. bit. Don't quote. So me. then. <laughs> I'm going to quote you. That'll be, the quote. <laughs> That'll be the quote coming out of here. She said this. <laughs> it's going to be the title of the podcast. The episode. <laughs> quote me. Right. <laughs> uh, so then, so you don't wrestle there often. So you're just going to be champion forever. Yes. I'm gonna be there for the rest of the year, but like before I went there, I've been wrestling for Florida a lot. But I should be there quite often. So been there a couple. What parts times. of Florida do they wrestle out of? Um, Panama City Beach. Oh. And like the okay. venue is like right across the street from the actual beach. So like sometimes when I have time, I'll just like hop over, like walk across the street and go to the beach for a couple minutes, and then I go home. It's pretty cool. That is so cool. Yeah, it's and, really uh... nice. Maybe you should start wrestling in Florida more often. <laughs> if you get those type of perks to be right across the street from the beach, that's amazing. I mean, and then who are you wrestling down there right now? Who are I you wrestling Savannah Thorne? That's who I actually won the belt off of. Um, and then I wrestled La Brava at the last show. So I actually wrestled Savannah three times. And then I wrestled La Brava at the last show. And that was my first defense. With the belt. So you're not losing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they know this. I mean, you right. walk through the curtain. What are you telling these women? Like you have no chance. What, what's your pitch? And I'm the golden one. You're not going to be, I got to take this gold off me because I'm the golden one. I, I need this gold. This be gold right. is around my waist. Because it knows its place. I'm the golden one, right? Right, right. There you go. The golden S and then that rhyme. Come on. I'm going to have you on speed dial. Whenever I need yeah. some. Whenever I need We're going to be helping her with our promos. Right. <laughs> you can take Just that one. That's free. 
<laughs> so then let's transition to memphis again mm-hmm. who are you wrestling right now and do they know that you're not going to lose right now i've been wrestling diana taylor at the last show well it hasn't came out yet so i'm gonna talk about that but it, this uh, probably won't release for two three weeks so oh okay uh, yeah. The last show, um, we actually wrestled um, James Ellsworth and a storybook and um, Matt, who we had like a triple, not triple threat, a trios tag team match. So that was pretty cool. So that's part of the intergender that I was talking about earlier, because it's three ladies versus three guys. That's going to that's come out. Um, Jennifer Justice, um, Martin Precious, because I've been wrestling over there too. They had a number one contenders match at the last show. So we'll see who that was, who won. So we'll see. We shall be watching that with great interest. Now, how was it wrestling the first women's Money in the Bank champion, James Ellsworth? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was crazy. It it was interesting. It was interesting. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him wrestle once. Oh, God. And that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to bury us with James Ellsworth. (laughs) 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 He might be a good interview. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize to his no chin. Gosh. Well, you know, it's not like he has a chin to stand on, you know. <laughs> you stand on your chin. <laughs> Is that what you do? Uh, don't wow. mind him, please. Um, <laughs> so wrestling James Ellsworth. Obviously, he has a name, but was he nice? Tell us about him. Yeah, he was nice. Um, well, he was talking crap on the show, of course, <laughs> but um, you were all just a nice guy. Yeah. Did you enjoy kicking his butt then if he was talking crap? I did. The crowd was ready for it too. The crowd was definitely ready for us to beat them up. So I think I saw him wrestle with Frank the Clown. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is that is the two worst people in the world, I swear. <laughs> Frank the Clown. If you don't know him. And I'm he, and I'm getting accused of burying him. <laughs> oh, the promotion who hires him literally says, "Please stop working for us. We don't like you." Oh my goodness! It's all it's all in jest, of course. Yeah. But um, now he's the uh, boyfriend of Noel Foley, actually. Right. Um, but yeah, I saw them wrestle when it was against RJ City and David Arquette. That's a fun one. Where was that? <laughs> That was at Warrior Wrestling 2 um, the day after All In. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a great, that was a crazy weekend. Um, but yeah, that was that was actually a really good show. Uh, seeing David Arquette live, though, kind of one of the funnier highlights of my wrestling career. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, a big I mean, one. He was, he was a good wrestler, you know? Surprising. I mean, who would ever think that David Arquette of all people, but he did his uh, big dive. He got his back all messed up, and I think he bled a lot. But uh, RJ oh. City, yeah, it was fun. 
but uh what speaking of like what's your favorite show you've ever been to my favorite show yeah that you weren't wrestling at oh that i wasn't wrestling you were just there as a fan right oh okay let me think man i haven't went to a show as a fan in a while wrestlemania one I would, I did, I went to WrestleMania, I want to say 32 when they were in Dallas. Is that 32 when they were in Dallas? Yes, that is 32, yeah. yeah. Okay. I went to WrestleMania 32 when I was in Dallas. I would have to say, I thought that was amazing. It was my first WrestleMania and it was actually, I think it's the first live event that I went to by myself too. I was supposed to go with my cousin, but he flaked. Like last minute, so I like literally Who flakes at WrestleMania. Who does that? And I was going to be driving us, so I went by myself. I woke up really early because I really wanted to see Scott Snyder at a panel convention, and he didn't even show up. <laughs> so oh. I woke up and I drove all the way to Dallas, like hella early, at like five, four o'clock in the morning <laughs> to see Scott Snyder. And he doesn't even show up. up. That's okay. I like. He was too busy running the Shonies. Maybe who knows? That close. I was disappointed. Oh, I was like, oh. yeah. yeah. I mean, was that your first wrestling disappointment? I think so. I was so excited to see him. I just wanted to like, see what he was like in person because he's such a big personality. I just wanted to see him like in person. So I was like, oh man. Did That's you want him to teach you spider Steiner math so that way you could do it for like like how many taxes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you walk into your job at the chance. You walk into the job at the credit year, you're just like, look, I got this new math equation. Right. A little ridiculous, but I think it could work. It works. <laughs> right. It works. That's when they ask you and they're like, who's Samoa Joe? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's where I saw WrestleMania 32 is also where I saw my first like indie show like in person too. I saw well, I saw Shimmer um okay. during WrestleMania weekend. That was amazing. And that also has big space in my heart too. That's another way I was like, yeah, I'm for sure. That was one of the milestones that made me really like, yeah, I for sure I gotta wrestle now, for sure. It was so, Melissa versus Candice LeRae, and she ooh. came out there, and she was just, like, beating up Candice, and it was just, like, it was amazing. I fell in love with her that day. <laughs> she was definitely my favorite of the week of the show. What about wrestling for a promotion like, uh, wow, Women of Wrestling with Jeannie Buss? That would be amazing. Um, they have a really good product over there. They really do, and a lot of great girls. Their production's really good. Um it's been great. I would love to wrestle over there one day. Um, I was thinking about doing the audition, but I didn't get a chance to go over there. But I think next time they have it, I think I might try to. Is that out. in LA? Mm-hmm. We're just trying to get you over. You know, that's yeah. that's our job right. here. I appreciate so, it. So, Jeannie, call her. Right. You have my number. I'm here. <laughs> well, you know, also, if Jeannie wants to call us to help with the Lakers, I mean, we'll be you know, <laughs> so happy, that, you know. Well, you know, Dan, I think uh, things are working on that avenue. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we've been contacted by the commissioner's office, and I keep rejecting his calls. Working for eighteen dollars an hour, why wouldn't I reject the commissioner of basketball? 
my life is a joke. <laughs> um, sorry, I just had a trauma episode. Oh, no. <laughs> Forgive us. Forgive us. Oh, man. But uh, let's talk about 2023. So where are you looking at in the future here? We've already talked about AEW. We've already talked about Shimmer. Wow. Impact. Lance Storm. But where do you see yourself in 2023 at the end, December 31st? Where do you want to be? Everywhere. That's such a corny answer, but I really do. I just want to to wrestle everywhere. I just want to get better. I just want to be better. Um, there's definitely promotions that I'm looking at that I would really love to wrestle at. Um, really just to get my name out there. I definitely consider myself to be a Southern wrestler. So I'm looking to go other places as well. Um, just to expand my style, um, just to get to know new people, new fans, uh, just to just to be better and wrestle at all these great places. That's great. And you have some matches coming up that you would like to highlight, right? Yes. Um, I said I don't wrestle in Florida a lot. I don't, but next this weekend I'm wrestling in Florida. <laughs> Else. Um, it's called few for the say it loud we're having um actually a whole weekend starting friday saturday so that's going to be cool that's going to be in orlando um i have a show on march 4th for the biw women's championship when we cassie three belts that's corny as well but that's just what i do um i have a match there it's gonna be new it's actually a tag match for the women's belt. So whoever wins the pinfall in the tag match, they're the new women's champion. So that has some really good girls in it. And yeah, I know it's very different. Um, I don't uh, think- The old tag team match for a singles title trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. But they have some good girls in it from that I've, I've wrestled. Um, it's gonna be me and Mia Friday versus Mimi Camacho and Promise Braxton. I don't know if you know them, they're Texas girls. Okay. So, sounds familiar. Yeah. And then the next day I'll be in Memphis again. So that's what I'm it's coming up. It's a lot of driving. Yeah, it is a lot of driving. <laughs> that's part of it, you know. Part of the part of the game is traveling everywhere you can. I guess. Gas prices in this economy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's going down a little bit. There was a time there, it was rough. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Whew, goodness I was great. considering a whole lot of things. I was <laughs> like, how do I make extra money? Let's figure this out. <laughs> exactly. And so, now you can't buy eggs. So come on now. No. Yeah. Egg prices are crazy. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I got going on coming up soon. So that's awesome. Exciting. Very exciting. And where can people find you? And then do you have any merch that we can find? Yes, you can find me on my Instagram. It's underscore Cassandra Golden underscore. My Twitter is at Cassandra Golden. And I have a Facebook page, Cassandra Golden. And you can buy my merch. Um, I have a pro wrestling tea store and I also have a big cartel store. This is my newest one. She's cute. She's like a Bratz doll style. If you want to get you a Brad Stahl t-shirt, you can definitely go to my big cartel. And that's what I currently have. Um, as awesome. Far as- awesome. And I guess uh, one last question, if you're comfortable talking about this. 
um, because it is February, it's also Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel as a Black woman uh, being a wrestler who people look up to and also young women can embody and feel empowered to be a wrestler from, you know? It's definitely a great feeling. Um, whenever I go to shows, I'm normally the good guy. And I do like that because I get a chance to, to be a role model and for the little girls. I love it when they come up to me after the shows and they just talk to me. A lot of times they'll just stay in there like at my table and just have a conversation with me. And I think it's so cute and I think it's so sweet. And it, it, it means a lot to me just to be a representative of just being a black woman in wrestling. Because I remember there was a time where there wasn't that many. I mean, you had Jazz and you had Jacqueline. I love those, those women. But like now there's just so many black women um, just everywhere in wrestling. And it's, and it's amazing to be a part of that. And do you see someone like Jade Cargill and look at her growth, you know? Right. She's done so much just to be so new in the business. She's definitely someone to look up to as well. And I love that she always has her daughter there. I know people say it because she's supposed to be like a bad guy, but her daughter, but I think it's so sweet. I think it's, it makes her definitely a role model um, for other women, like other mothers too, just to be able to follow your dreams even though you do have children. You can do anything you want. And then is there anything that you want to leave your fans with, you know, any of those young girls or young people who might be inspired to be wrestlers, who might be yeah. listening. Of course, follow your dreams. Um, for me, I've always been a, I'm very shy. I'm very quiet. So whenever I started wrestling, everybody in my life was so surprised. It was like, you're going to do that for like six months, a year, and then you're going to like quit. And I'm sure that's what some people were thinking just because of my personality, but just make sure that you just always follow your dreams. Don't live with like regret. That's one thing that I try not to do is like, look back on like, what if? I think that's like one of the worst things you can ask yourself is like, what if? Because there's going to be a chance where it's not too late, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult to, to get in there if you wait too long. Get in there and do it. It'll, it'll work itself out. Dan, do you have anything you want to add last? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cassandra, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you all for having me. I had fun. Thank you. Thank uh, you for coming. Thank you. And for the fans of PWW, thank you guys for listening, and we are out.